2: Certainly plenty of reasons to play that song. A lot of positivity coming from College Park these days, and that's because of the hard work of the head coach of the University of Maryland Terrapins and his coaching staff and administration. Head coach Mike Loxley joins us. Coach Pete and Chris here. Appreciate a few minutes this morning. How are you, sir?
3: I'm doing well, guys. Appreciate you guys having me on.
2: Absolutely.
4: Congratulations, coach. It's been a fun ride to see you guys really grind out some games here. and, And I guess I'll... I'll start with this. I mean, I, I just went back. I watched it live on Saturday, uh, and then I went back and I watched it last night. You know, just that first drive against Michigan State last Saturday in College Park, you know, you guys get the big return, gets wiped out by a penalty. You know, you you go, you go methodically kind of, you know, matriculate the ball down the field, and then you go for it on fourth and one, you get it, and then boom, you're in the end zone with Littleton. I mean, you guys, to me, and maybe I'm wrong, this is my 360 view from afar, you guys have shown me a physicality, a toughness that I mentioned to Peter. A number of times and to anybody that'll listen is that kind of a hallmark uh here through five games of your ball club in your mind
3: well, i think what people are seeing are the fruits of the the labor whether it be recruiting or the development of our guys up front um, as I said, going into the season, our most improved unit has been our offensive line. And we've got maybe three guys there that will have a chance to play on, on Sundays. And they've really bought in. And, and, you know, everyone knows we have the ability to throw the ball with the quarterback we have and the skilled kids on the perimeter. But a lot of guys didn't understand that the young running backs that we've uh, recruited and are, are playing really well for us. And if you want to win in the Big Ten, you're definitely going to have to play a, a physical brand of football uh at, at certain times in the game, and, and I like the way that we've been able to complement the, the passing game with our ability to play physical and run the ball So
2: Coach, let's talk about the player development for a moment because I think it's something that gets overlooked so much. We see the finished product on on Saturdays, but you can recruit all the five stars, four stars, and things of that nature. When you get them, you still got to coach them. And just kind of uh, describe what it's been like at, at with you and your staff in developing these players to where now they are competing against the best. That's the beauty of your league. You've got to come to compete against the best or you're not going to compete. What's been the key to that player development that has allowed you all now to not only break that fortress of those top four teams in the the Big Ten East, but also show that you're ready for a seat at that table on a regular basis?
3: Well, I think it starts with the buy-in from the guys, the players, you know, with this generation of uh, student athletes uh, coming in, you know, it's no longer do it because I said so. It's kind of partnering with these guys and, and being able to show them why it's important to do or play the game a certain kind of way. And, you know, we've really worked hard to, to, to flip the culture in our locker room, uh, whether it be by, by recruiting or whether it be by programming and things we do to develop the culture that you need to have the, to win championships and, you know, I can tell you this has been a fun team to coach. Um, I know a lot of people are excited about the direction we're headed, but again, as I told our team, you know, when you look at last week, we left a lot of meat on the bone, per se, in that, you know, there's still room for improvement. And our goals as coaches is to continue to push these guys each and every day to get a little bit better and to be the best version of, themse- of themselves on Saturday.
4: Mike Loxley, Maryland's head football coach, with us off to a tremendous start are the Terps, 4-1 and through 5, hosting Purdue Saturday right here on the Team 980. Can't wait uh, for that game at noon, early start uh, in College Park. So get on out there and support the Terps uh, and Coach Lox. Um, Mike, when you lose a game, nobody's happy. Uh, When you lose a game like the Michigan game... And even though you bounce back resilient, get another conference win the next week against Michigan State, handle business, whatever. Can you sometimes learn more about the identity and the DNA of your football team in a frustrating, disappointing loss like Michigan than maybe you can in a win against Michigan State? Or is it just you you don't look at it that way?
3: No, you definitely have to look at it that way. I mean, we're in the teaching business, and I think any time you can teach your team uh, to not t- let a let a loss be a failure, meaning when you lose, you learn more than just taking the loss. And, and we learn quite a bit about ourselves uh, with the Michigan loss and, and, and knowing that, one – uh, as i've said before it's it's more us than it is them and we have just tried to instill within our culture that you know good teams don't beat themselves and we feel like we got a pretty good little club and if we just continue to control the controllables meaning don't turn it over limit big plays tackle in space you know hit the open receivers just basic things that that the game of football is all about We've got good players. I mean, across the board, there's very few times we'll go out and, and line up and not not have equal talent, maybe not some of the depth that some of the top or top programs in our league have, but there's no doubt about that uh, we learn from from, from all of our, uh, the adversity we face and, and we try to get better with each week.
2: When you go out and sell the program, Coach, the fact that you can guarantee a kid you're going to be playing somebody really good every week, let's face it, Michigan – Michigan State, this Purdue club, certainly showed their medal last week. We knew they could play offensively with Aiden O'Connell. They proved themselves against what's been a great Minnesota team. I know Minnesota didn't have its guy last week, but you hold Minnesota to 10 points. Uh, that's a pretty significant uh, thing with the way Minnesota's played this year. Does it make it even easier to sell your program, the fact that you can tell a kid, hey, every week we're going to be playing somebody that's going to give you an opportunity to put a spotlight on yourself uh, if you play well based on the opponents that the marquee brings you every week?
3: Yeah, it's always about finding a way to help a player create value for himself, um, like you said, I mean, if if you if you're a college football fan uh, and you you like the game, it's going to be a pretty good game here on Saturday at noon. Uh, this Purdue team coming in has lost the to two top 25 teams. They've got an NFL caliber quarterback. This is this will be a a Michigan caliber team when we watch them on tape, which we've done all this week and prepared for um, from top to bottom. This is a really really good ball club, and I can tell you, if you like college football, it'll be a great game here. Uh, Saturday at the Shell at noon. And I know our players are really excited about this opportunity. You know, we're kind of creating an identity for ourselves that we, you know, but we're not there yet, but we're working diligently to get there. And these players are really excited about this opportunity.
4: Coach, when we last had you on, it was after, I think, the Buffalo win to open up the season. And, you know, Talia had – maybe not had necessarily the you know the best start and turn I I think you said mentioned something about that with us I can't remember uh you know since then uh you know he showed again a resiliency a toughness especially in that Michigan game we got banged up everybody thought oh my god you know and then he's back out there and he's leading you guys on the comeback how would you say he's evolved here over the last couple of weeks month or so since we've last gotten a chance to talk to you
3: much like the rest of our team, each each day he comes out and, I mean, this kid has a championship routine that in practice – uh, he pushes his players. You know, we always define leadership as having a positive impact on others. And I can just tell you, there's not a better leader on our team than our quarterback. Isn't always pretty, which again, we're a work in progress. And so, like when I talked about some of the failures or some of the misses, we take those, we we learn from them, uh, we we develop those things, and and try to make them right. And he's one of the guys that. I mean, we wouldn't be in this position that we're in, uh, fighting for an opportunity to to, to be uh, five and one against a, a good Purdue team here, if it wasn't for the play of our quarterback
2: coach the the defense for you and I know we spent so much time on the offense because of the as you mentioned the great star power you have the offensive line playing so well but your defense has also made strides last week I thought it was a clear indication of that and again they'll be tested uh this week but what are the reasons why that that defense has seen some growth and obviously the type of progress you need to compete uh in the big 10 and reach your goals
3: well I think the biggest thing is that iron sharpens iron, and when we talk about the development of our O line, the flip side of it is our front seven on defense. And when you've got guys like Ami Fi now, Kite, uh, Darrell Chami, uh, Greg, China Rose, all these guys have played a lot of football and have been through some of the, the growing pains that we've had to endure during the three years prior to uh, you know three years prior to this season. And, and And each day in practice, we do a lot of work where we're going good on good, and it's just the competition in practice. Uh, these guys help each other get better. Um, I think our defensive coaches, Brian Williams, our D coordinator, and the staff has really done a good job of at halftime being able to go in. If you look at the last three games of how we played defense in the second half, you know I think we held SMU to seven points. We shut out uh, we shut out Michigan State a week ago, and then we shut, held Mich- uh, Michigan I think to seven points in the second half. And it's because they've done a really good job of kind of getting our players on track with what it is they're trying to do and making those necessary adjustments.
4: No doubt about that. Uh, that is very um, uh, that that is easy to see, Micah. A curious question. I hope I asked this right. Uh, you're okay. you you by all accounts and when with us, you're very calm. Uh, you're you know good natured. Every time I see you on TV, you know your pleasant personality. Yet when I see you on the sidelines, you. Ye- Sometimes you get pretty hot under the collar. How do you, uh, how do you decide how hot to get at someone, player, coach, situation, your team in general on the sidelines, so that your message is heard but not ignored? If that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if I have the market cornered on that just yet, <laughs> or even if I even know how to answer that question. Um, it's great that, I mean, some people say, "Man, you always look so calm," but. You know, being a big, big bald-head black guy kind of intimidates people at times. So I, I try to, I try to be uh, very professional on the sidelines, and I learn to, to cuss without moving my lips. And, but no. <laughs> Some, some of the some of the referee in the last couple of games has kind of gotten under my skin and it's more the respect factor mm-hmm. and I've talked to our team about it you know people don't expect us to have to be in some of these games because we're still little Maryland new to the Big Ten and I don't feel like we always uh, get the necessary calls that we deserve to get that some of these other teams get and so you know, when you feel the disrespect, that to me is what really gets underneath my skin. And obviously, being a DMV guy, we take a lot of pride in, in making sure people respect who we are. And that's a, that's a little bit about that chip on our shoulder that we have. And I try to keep it under wraps for the most part, though.
2: Yeah, I know. You're, you're but uh, you do. I mean, look, you're putting in the same work that Michigan and Ohio State are, and you're just fighting for your kids in that situation. Off-topic question, real quick: uh, Tua, Jalen, Hurts enjoying great success uh, at the next level. Kids, I know that, that you know. Uh, I imagine you're not surprised that uh, those guys are finding success now uh, at the professional level.
3: No, you know, when you have a room, of, you know, when I was at Alabama, we had a quarterback room that had Mac Jones, Tua Valo, and Jalen Hurts and when you have those three-type players in the same room and and you get a chance to get to know these kids and see them develop, uh there's no doubt that they all have the 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 skill, uh the mentality it takes to be big to be great quarterbacks at that level and it's really rewarding as a guy to help recruit them there to, and coach them to see them develop at the next level and it's very similar to the process we're trying to to build and develop right here in, in the DMV and, and we've got opportunity to do it with the type of players we have in this area and we're looking forward to trying to recruit some of these guys to come help us win a championship here.
2: Coach appreciate the time as always best of luck against the Boilermakers here on Saturday.
3: See you guys there. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate
2: it. Coach Mike Loxley joining us. And, of course, Maryland and Purdue, 12 noon, coming up on Saturday. You'll hear all the action right here on the Team 980 with Johnny Holiday and Steve Suter coming up on Saturday. And that's an important point. And when Mike Loxley goes into living rooms, he can say, look, I've been in a quarterback room coaching Tua, coaching Jalen Hurts, coaching Mac Jones. They're all making significant money right now in the National Football League. So if you come with me, I've got an opportunity to be able to do that for you as well. And right now, Maryland is really doing a great job of building its program. Another maturity game coming up this week, though. Purdue, it's a club that can put up some points. It's got a great NFL-caliber quarterback and should be a great game coming up on Saturday. And no excuse not to go. Weather's going to be great. In fact, I would encourage you to do this if you're a college football fan. Go watch Maryland and Purdue at 12 and then drive out Route 50 to come see Navy at Tulsa at 3.30. You can do both. Touchdown at 10. Russell wants to kill me next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.